When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. So, um, I can't leave, I can't leave this on because we promised Facebook that we wouldn't, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't have a deal with Instagram, it's with Facebook. Yeah, I could do a little, a little, uh, live moment with you guys now. Um. We could probably go on. Oh, Tony, I love you too. I love you too, Tony, I miss you. You gotta come over and see Pumpkin. Um, <laughs> I see you, Sony. I see you. Okay. Oh, the number again. Uh, and no, I'm not shaking my ass. The number again is two one three <clears throat> three seven five five two five eight two one three three seven five five two five eight. Um, and so call in. And we're, not, and we're not back until Tuesday. For, next Tuesday. Yeah. For, um, for your sex and relationship questions. And we're here to answer live. Oh, and go on my Facebook at the DA Real Jeez. Amber Rose. And, um, and watch us. And we're, are we going live now? Yep. We're going live right now. So go on Facebook right now to my yeah. page, the Real Amber Rose. And, um, and, and call in. Talk to you guys later. Bye. I'll give you a 15, and that's when you go to college. Okay. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Damn, we yeah, had 20,000 people. Oh, man, I wish all those people... Facebook Live. That's huge. In seconds. Hey. You are listening hey, to... I don't hear shit. You don't? Turn it oh, I hear it now. You are yeah. listening to Amber right. Rose. <laughs> this is the hot jam. Can I see Can I see the monitor like <clears throat> so I can look at myself when I talk? This is the hot jam. Yeah. Oh, we hey, just got to see this one. Oh, okay. I'm going to talk like this. <laughs> this is love line. Hey, this is Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris He What's up, Chris? Hey, you. Yo, we took a month off. It was a long month. <laughs> it was a long month, and I missed you. How was I, your holiday? I had to go. This is actually kind of good. I had to go through Amber withdrawals, and um, you took a little break from social media. I did. I did. And then people were like, so then I posted something, and people were like, Wait, wait, wait. I the, thought- the pick? What pick? Okay, because I think it was like last week. Maybe it was three days ago. I'm on my Instagram, and mm-hmm. then the pick pops up. There's Amber. What pick? Straddled on the floor. Oh, that pick. No, that was actually after. That's when I was like, "Fuck it, I'm back on social media." Whatever. When you came back. Hard. Um, <laughs> that one. I had sent that to Bay earlier in the month, and I was like, you know what? I haven't really taken pictures. You mind if I post it? He was like, yeah, fuck it. Because that can sometimes take away from the energy. Like if I get sent a personal picture from someone I'm with, mm-hmm. and then I see them post it on social media, it's like, womp, womp. Yeah, it's just like it's for the world after that. Totally, I want the private. But photos. I'm like, yo, you've been marinating on that picture for a month, <laughs> so I can put it on social media now. Yeah, you got to do whatever you needed to do with it. Exactly. We're going to share that now. So what did you do? Over the month um nothing i you know i just i spent time with sebastian i spent time with my family and um you know i just really wanted to have time to just think about what i wanted to do for the new year um sit with my team figure out you know uh what new businesses we want to start and it was nice like i'm so ready to get back to work i'm so happy to like be doing the podcast right now and um i'm just i'm just happy to be back it's 2017 yeah. We got to make some stuff happen. I uh, did the beach. I went ice skating. Do you know we can go ice skating in LA? Have you done this yet? No. Downtown. 
They have a skating rink. Fuck. It's really adorable. I it's think actually that, very I think that romantic. I think Wiz took Sebastian. I think he took Sebastian. It was there. fun as hell. Yeah. So we did some of that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just kind of, I just relaxed and laid low. So what beach did you go to? Uh, Santa Monica. Santa Monica and Venice. Oh, cute. Kind of like do the whole um, stretch where you can go down to Santa Monica, hang out, walk the boardwalk, go down to Venice, mm-hmm. check out the houses, the ocean. Cute. It's kind of romantic. It was like did, a date. did you have a romantic date? It was a date. <laughs> Excuse you. Well, it turns out that me and you are both in love right now. So, really? Yeah, we're both in Pound love. Pound it out. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, I mean, I asked you earlier. So I got here to the studio early and I asked you how your relationship's going and mm-hmm. what did you tell me? It's amazing. It's it's so good. It's so good. It's been uh, four months now. And it's awesome. And I, you know, I love his family and it's just that everyone's just so great and he's great. And, um, you know, I just feel like, I feel like it's so hard, like being famous and and dating too, because not so much for the people, but the fans and like the, the people outside looking in. And it's just always like, you know, um, it's like you date someone so you have to be with them for years or forever and you have right. to get married and it's just like you know you date people to get to know them and you either like them after six months or you don't and you kind of just figure it out along the way and right now it's just absolutely amazing and I'm super super happy well I'm excited I'm glad it's out there publicly because I, I heard about him you told me about him from the beginning and mm-hmm. we had to like keep quiet about it and you yeah, were yeah well I didn't want to put it out there sure. because I wasn't sure about yeah. us yeah, we were just kind of like talking. Yeah. Well, yeah. everyone on Facebook Live is excited for you. Uh, apparently, we froze, but otherwise, everyone's happy about your new relationship. Although they want your name tattooed, they want their name tattooed on you. It's probably not what? Gonna happen. <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen. Uh, I don't um, know you. But uh, so me, so me and you, we both get tons of new love in 2017. It, it's so exciting, <laughs> though, isn't it? So exciting. Yes. It Fuck. makes it takes the edge off of everything, right? When those minor life stressors occur, mm-hmm. all you have to do is think about. But I have someone I love, <laughs> so right. I don't care so much about like, everything else going yeah, to exactly. Um, so, so what else? So, what? Anything you want to share? That are your big plans for the new year? Um, well, for the new year, not not necessarily yet. Okay. Um, I will tell you, I was just in Dallas. I brought in the new year in Dallas, and it was super dope. I love Dallas. I've never been. It's a great city. Shout out to DJ Duffy. Um, Dallas is amazing and I went to this really dope restaurant um, until like 11.30 and then I went to my appearance um, and just brought in the new year and it was just super dope and then I went to New York to see my boo for a couple days <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah New York City I haven't been there and um, it was raining it was so, raining yeah. every single day it was pretty ugly but um, I had a great time they have some amazing restaurants they, they definitely do. You can do like a little food tour when you go there. Yeah, they brought me to Cola House last time I was there, and I, I'd never been there before, and um, it was amazing food there. It was fucking awesome. That's great. But I love New York. I ideally want to have, like, so I have my house here. I want to have uh, a dope-ass apartment in New York and a dope-ass apartment in Paris, and then I'll be good. <laughs> That's simple and easy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we can make that happen we'll do love lines from paris yes see, me exactly. in. i'm in i'm in i love traveling i think that's what exactly. i want to do in the new year's travel more it's so hard though i work so much every time i get yeah. ready to plan a big trip something work wise happens like i have to write something or speak somewhere and babe but you can't do that you can't do that you have to have a schedule right account so i have a calendar right in the beginning of the month and my team does not play with me. They're just like, they fill it up really fast. Right. But then I'm like, look, motherfuckers, the 16th, 17th, and 18th, I'm not doing shit. Go fuck yourself. Well, wait, I don't know where she went. My publicist is here today. Yeah. <laughs> Bring her ass in here and try to block some time out so I can travel. I was, you know what I might do? I'm still on the fence about this. Yeah. This, I might do a yoga teacher training. Do it. You should for every sure weekend. do it. It'd be every weekend. You know, I always say that I'm going to do Priscilla Ono. I don't know if you guys know Priscilla Ono. She's like one of my best friends. She's Sebastian's godmom. She's like my sister. Um, and she does a makeup class. I saw on Instagram. And I always say like, oh my God, I need to just go do her class and stop playing because I really can't do my makeup for shit. Um, and I just never carve out time to do it. But if you go and try to be a yoga teacher, I will go take her class. Oh, man. 
You're holding me to it. I, yeah. It's not even that I want to teach yoga. I'm just trying to do it for my own practice. Oh. My own, my own well-being. Yeah, to really immerse myself in it. You mean work. like have like, have like a, a It is a private. class. Two, two, uh, every Saturday, every Sunday, five hours each day. Five hours each uh-huh. day? It's uh, the poses. It's chanting. It's everything. Can I come, to, can I come to one with I you? I would love that. Are you ready for that? I don't know. Can you handle five I did yoga immersive? one time with Russell Simmons because he made me do it. Oh, and he just opened a new studio He's in a yogi. Hollywood. But Listen. his place is real deal. He has the clothing. He has, mm-hmm. I think, um, maybe a cafe involved. For sure. I mean, he went all the way. Yeah. No, for sure. That's very him. stunning. Yeah. Yeah. And what'd you think when you did yoga? I, I couldn't get into it. I, I But I, like I said, I only went one time. And I mean, he was standing on his head. I'm like, Russell, yeah, I can't. That's gonna so let's do this. Let me do this. Let me do the class and get certified. And then I'll do yoga with you. Like, I'll train your ass. You'll be doing all sorts of shit. So you've done yoga plenty <clears throat> of times. Yeah, I used to hate it. Yeah. And I hated it for all the reasons that I actually need it. I didn't know how to sit still. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to struggle. I'm used to being an expert at everything. I have like all the degrees and I was kind of like, and it was really humbling for me to walk into a practice where I knew nothing. I Mm. didn't, I wasn't an expert. I had to have people humble me and tell me what to do. Right. It was really good for me. It might actually be good for you. Um, I, uh, I don't know how to relax either. I, um, my, so I feel like every year, like for my birthday and Christmas, like my team, they get me like, um, they give me like gift certificates to like the spa, like bitch go. And they expire. And lay down and relax. Right. And I never use them and yep. I feel bad cause they waste their money and I'm not giving it back to them. But- I do the same thing. I have like a, st- I have a few massage like gift certificates for people and I also can't seem to find the time to just like go and lay down. Just there. go, yeah. yeah, and and do like. We gift that shit. Fuck. That's a good week. Don't tell Joseph. Joseph. And Brian. He's not listening. And Brian, he's not listening. Right? They're definitely in the <clears throat> other room right now watching. <laughs> That's why we're talking. That's why we're blowing our voice. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, let's see what they're talking about uh, on Facebook. Yoga's the best. Bikram. Yeah, see, the thing is, is I'm not, I'm, hot yoga kind of freaks me out. Fucking do it, Amber. Love you and Chris. Opens your heart and spirit. It really does. It really does. I yeah. I mean, I'm willing to try it for sure. Let's see. Twerk. What the fuck? They, they think I fucking twerk all day. Like I have time to twerk all day. I South did, like, Philly. We got a South Philly. Tell Bash my sunny boy says hi. Oh wait. Mia Grandel Boyd. This is moving real fast. It's I love you, so Dr. fast. I wonder. Amber, what are you drinking? She's hitting Red, Red Bull, right? <laughs> Red Bull, yeah. <laughs> Red Bull. I need to... Um, where's Tamika? Can she give me some... You want some vodka? No, I'm solid. I'm just... Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a new year. It's all about health. <laughs> no, I drank too much this week with the Russians. Hey, guys. So if you like good wine, but you can't spell Solonier, which most of us can't, uh, Wink has it all picked out for you. So basically, this is a company that will curate the exact wine that meets your needs and whatever kind of night you're trying to have. Yeah. Wink is spelled W-I-N-C, and they work directly with the winemakers and the growers from all over the world to create really great wine, and they deliver it to your door. It's amazing. It's so good. Um, Can't we, go wrong. Yeah, we have it here at the house as well. We drink it all the time. Um, I like my wine very sweet. I don't like it very dry. Um, so I went online and I got $20 off. Um, and it was it's absolutely amazing. So go to trywink.com slash loveline and get $20 off right now. And you can literally make the wine that you want. The yeah, taste they that personalize it. Like I'm a horrible, I'm horrible at choosing wine, but yeah. I want to have something that's going to kind of impress my date. So they have a palate profile quiz, and based on the results of that, they'll recommend what's perfect for you. For sure, that's awesome. So go to try wink. That's W I N C dot com slash Loveline and get twenty dollars off, and of course, complimentary shipping. Um, and yeah, you guys will love it. Uh, we have a call. Okay. Jumping into calls already. All right, yeah, we have a call. D'Angelo's on the line. But if you guys have any good questions on Facebook, feel free to hit us Welcome up. Welcome to Play we'll It, kind of a new podcast Hey, D'Angelo. Radio and TV hey, yeah, yeah. Okay. Business, Hi, sports, how are you? You're on with uh, me and Chris. At play. It. 
Hey, Chris, what's going on, guys? Hey, man, Chris how's it going? Amber, right? Yep. Yeah. Hey, guys, how are you? Good, Finally honey. made it to the show. Happy New Year. Thanks for calling Happy in. Happy New Year to you guys, too. What's well, you're going welcome. On? Thank you very much. You guys are great. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you have, Do you know what, I, what I'm calling about? Or no, yeah. Talk to us, babe. Talk to us. <laughs> Surprise let us, attack. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> let us, let us know. We have no idea. <laughs> we have we no just idea. woke up. <laughs> Wait, did you just wake up or we just woke up? <laughs> I think both of us just woke up. Oh, all right, right, all right. It's, it's after New Year's, you know. You gotta give me a little, uh, little time. No, it's all good. So, what's your question, babe? Uh, yeah. Um, the question is, I, um, I go on dates a lot with uh, other girls and um, with different females, and you know everything works out great. And the question, is, my question is, some reason at the end. Like the first date or second date, they kind of like disappear on me for some reason. And I know I'm doing everything right. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Um, you know. How do you know yeah, you're doing everything right? It's <laughs> a what good question. It? How do you know you're doing everything right? Because I know. I'm a very confident kind of guy. Let, let's, let's break it down. What are you doing that is right? Um, basically, I take care of them. Uh, I make them feel comfortable. Um, I take them out. We have a good time with each other, and then we get, you know, we we go back home, and you know, I do stuff that mes- that most men don't do to women. Like what? Like go down on them. Uh, they go down on me. You know, different things. But they always enjoy themselves, and I always put them in like different type of sexual escapades. Oof. You know. I put ice in there, you know, like a little little ice game with them. That's some uh, advanced massage. moves. Advanced moves. All right. You know? Well, it sounds like it sounds yeah. like you got the moves down. I do my thing. Chris, I do my thing. I got I, I got that. moves. I got moves. Like I hear NBA. that. Don't worry about it. And then when you say they disappear, as in you hit them up the next day and they just don't respond? Yeah. You, I'm thinking maybe they're too young because most girls that I deal with is like under 26 years old, 25. So and I'm how, how old are you? Character. How old are you? I'm 40. Got it. I'm 40. Here's the thing. I I don't generally get bothered by a disparity in age, but what what does sometimes come up for age is there's certain age brackets where people are a little more relationally interested and other age brackets people are looking to just kind of hang out more. Uh, Let me ask you this. Why do you think it is that you wind up always dating younger? Uh, that's what I'm. Tra- that's what I'm attracted to. Since I've since I've been, you know, in the dating game, I've been always attracted to like younger girls. So most of my girls are from like 18 to like 32 years old. Well, babe, listen. That's why, honey. They want to be hoes right now. You gotta let them go be hoes, have fun. You know, they're not real. They they probably it's probably like all right. The sex was good. But they don't they don't see any future in it because they just don't want it because they're young. I mean, I tell yeah, I tell people in their 20s to not get into committed relationships. I tell them to use that time to really be in multiple relationships and and date a lot and learn how to be a a better partner, because the more you date, the better your relational skills can be. And so that, that's, that's possible. Look, if the people you were dating were a patient of mine, I wouldn't have them committing yet either. I might have them out there trying to. Yeah, from 18 to 25 sure. and like 26. I mean, babe. That's what I, Amber, Amber, that's what I'm attracted to, from 18 to 25. And I go, a lot of, uh, I go to a lot of strip clubs because that's where my game is well known because when you go out to a strip club and you, and you, you, know, you, and you talk to a girl, your game got to be on points. So I like to go to strip clubs. And I get a lot of girls from strip, clu- strip, from strip clubs also. Yeah. And I prefer strip clubs because these girls are just hot and ready and it's easy to talk to them. It just the game just opens up. I could talk about anything. And it just they'll open up to me. And yeah, like, I was what? a dancer. I definitely understand yeah. that. But, babe, that's yeah. because... But, honey, listen. Th- that's the misconception about strippers is that we actually care. We don't care. We don't care about the conversation. We don't care about the looks. Most of the time, girls don't want to fuck. They just want money. That's it. They and want even- money in strip clubs? Yeah. I'm a, Amber, I'm aware that the, the money... Girls like money in general, not only the strip clubs. Well, let me, wait, let, me, no, I, I, and let me say this. <clears throat> if anyone... I, I'm all about everyone having a preference. It's okay if you tend to like a certain age. But... As a psychologist, I am always curious, what is it about people that are outside of that that becomes a struggle for you? And I'd say to you, I actually think your, might, your work might be in learning 
to struggle with or figure out what skills you might need to date people in your age bracket that you don't have and to focus on getting that. Because there's a, you know, if you're saying well, you only want to date strippers, I'm wondering what it is no, about no, no, an ostrich that you struggle with. No, no uh, Dr. Chris, I never yeah. said I only want to date strippers. Okay. I, I, I prefer to date strippers because they're just little, you know, they're more excited. They're open uh, to a lot of things and they're very. I mean, it's very, true. Um, strippers sexually. are more fun. It's no shade. They are. Exactly. They are. Exactly. So Yeah, prefer, because strippers have the gift of gab. They they know how to have a great conversation. They're very confident in their body. They're very confident in their sexuality. And that's what exactly. makes guys arouse and want to be around them. To. I know. Well, yeah. That's what I'm attracted to. But not saying not saying to not to cut your show, not saying that I'm not I just I don't go just to, I just go to strip clubs. I'll go to I'll go other places to meet girls. I can meet girls in the street. I'm I got I got what's called natural game so I can I just go up to anybody and start talking I, I love the confidence of that I wish more people had that yeah. I'll just I'll just end it with this yeah. for me which is that you haven't had a relationship in seven years yeah that could be a long time but dating's also a numbers game where often we have to be out in the field for a while dating different kinds of people before we find someone that we're compatible with on every level you know not not everyone's going to have another person and that's what I'm back to back to back to back so part of it might be you just got to put more time in until you find someone that you're morally compatible with so what's the best thing to do? Because maybe that's what, uh, maybe that's where where my um, weaknesses. Like um, maybe they're not compatible with me, or maybe the chemistry is maybe off. It has to be something. Why, hang in there. Why they disappear? That's yeah, my just, advice. Yeah, just, yeah. Hang in there, babe, and and you'll find uh, Mrs. Wright sooner or later. You know, maybe. I mean. I don't know. I just feel like if it's if it's constantly like that and they're constantly not calling you back, maybe you should analyze yourself a little bit and figure out, you know, um, if maybe you're coming on too strong in the beginning. No. no or kind of get or kind of ask them questions and not talk about yourself so much. I don't really know how you know how it all goes down. I'm just giving you oh, no, other I options. Talk, I talk no, I talk about myself. I talk about them. I don't just talk about sex with them. Right. I talk yeah. openly about about life what they need to do how to grow you know how to grow how to make maybe money you know we talk i talk about everything it's not just about sex yeah. only when i meet a girl well, you know we, I, I mean i give them i give everything it's just at the end they kind of like disappear because there has to be some kind of problem why they disappear i'm thinking because they're they're young you know or maybe lack of chemistry or something like that i'm not really sure i can't explain it you know because i don't know yeah well good luck good luck d'angelo Good luck, babe. Okay. Hang in there, All man. right, honey. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me give out the number one more time. It's 213-375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. And we have a, a question from Facebook Live. Oh, good. And we get this question all the time, Chris. Oh, this again. <laughs> it's always one of it's the top literally, three. I just feel it's, yeah, it's definitely top five. <laughs> and we, I feel like we get this every single episode. And I'm going to punch Anne in her face when she comes back in here. <laughs> You're going to get violent over it. <laughs> We're that Which frustrated by this. Because <laughs> you forget, we did Amber's show on VH1 together. So we, yeah. we were answering these questions on that. Oh, answering one here. You guys um, are funny. I are love you guys it. ready for this question? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jennifer Smith asked, what exactly is squirting? <laughs> I don't know why I laugh at that. Here we go again. Um, we're laughing because we, I mean, we literally talk about this all the time. Wait, we had a favorite quote, though. What was it? Go ahead and get your pee, girl. <laughs> what was it? Um, um, shit. What oh, was man. it? Wait, hold on. Shane, she texted into me. What was it? Go ahead and get your pee, girl. Anyway, we'll, we'll be waiting on that quote. It'll be coming right. in my phone in a minute. I just, uh, yeah. But in the meantime, Amber, mm -hmm. what is your own personal experience of squirting? I, I won. Uh, there's Shane. <laughs> Wait, where's he at? Right there. Shane, what was the quote, though? Go ahead and get well, your pee, girl. No, get your pee on. It was no, get your pee on. Bad. Yeah, it was get your pee on. Um, <laughs> but okay, I don't squirt because squirting is peeing, and I make sure that I go pee before I have <clears throat> sex. Right. Because I don't like that feeling of having to pee while I'm getting penetrated. Um, it hurts and it's uncomfortable. Okay. Um, and I will stop having sex and be like, I have to, I have to use the bathroom. Like, I'll be right back. Because one is not good for a woman. Um, I I feel like that's how you get a uh, like urinary tract infections and stuff like that, holding it in. 
But um, yeah, I don't squirt, babe. And I feel like we talked about this a million times that it's probably pee. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> so this is a topic in the field of sexology and human sexuality, which is always getting constantly debated. What they what ask is the, if you have your degree? Uh, do I? Wait, what was the question? Do you know? Like, basically, do you have your degree? Do you know what you're talking about? That was the question. Yeah, let them know. You know your so, fucking shit. So yeah, so in the in the field, there's always there's a big debate that still goes on as to what is the you know the literal bio makeup of squirting, and a lot of times they do speak to the fact that it's pee. So um, <clears throat> so the question is, what is it? I'll, I'll say this: when people come in my office and they want to learn how to do one specific sexual technique, I get nervous mm-hmm. because. Not everyone's body is going to have the capacity to do things like not all guys are going to be able to have multiple orgasms. Some men can. Not every woman's going to be able to squirt. Some women can. The women that tend to be able to squirt are ones that receive a lot, a lot of penetrative pressure. And so it takes a lot of um, girth whether it's a hand uh, or a penis or a toy. Fist, yeah. Yeah, because the upper wall of the vaginal canal is the floor of the urethral passage. I'm going to pass on the fisting. <laughs> I don't, I'm not really, uh, it's a bit too much for me. But, we'll um, add it to the list of things we're working oh, out Oh, Jesus to Christ. You. I still, guy, I haven't tried a anal. List. Yeah. <sighs> Can we put that on the, on the calendar for 2017, you think? To try anal? Yeah. I don't want to, okay. What would your boyfriend say? I don't think he's, oh. he, he's very traditional. Okay. We're very traditional. Everyone would be shocked to hear that. I know, but we are. We're very traditional. And now, again, if you're on Facebook right now, take a notice of Amber's main Facebook picture. That girl's traditional. <laughs> <laughs> She's bare-assed on your pool table. I mean, I'm confident in my body, but I, sexually, I'm traditional. And that's why I love you. But that's the beautiful, yeah. that's sex positivity. I have sex that I'm comfortable having. And sometimes yeah. it's kinky, sometimes it's vanilla, and I'm confident either way, and I yeah. do what I do, and I love that. Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, honey, it's never vanilla. Don't get it fucked up. Okay, thank you. Okay. But I loved Asher saying traditional. I was looking at that photo. Right. <laughs> oh, all right, we, man. All right, we have Sam on the line. Hey, Sam. Hello. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hey, what's going on, man? Hi. Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. Happy New Year to you both as well. Thank you. What's, um, your, what's your question, babe? So I'm going to grad school next fall. Uh, and eventually pursuing my ASEC certification cool. in sex therapy. Yeah. And so this question is for Dr. Chris. Uh, so in a clinical setting, have you ever self- found yourself sitting across from people who are so sexually incompatible that it's pretty much irreparably damaged the relationship? Um, and they're not willing to open up the relationship. They're not into the idea of seeing a sex worker to have that need met or whatever. Um, they're so attached to the idea of coupled monogamy and, and they also, want that for themselves. And also attached to the idea of being miserable. Do you ever just tell people to break up? <clears throat> oh, that's a good question. Okay, the first part of your question was, do I ever work, have I ever worked with couples that were just deeply and problematically sexually incompatible? Yeah. And some of that is sometimes born out of couples not being really authentic sexually in the beginning or couples delaying having sex before they make massive levels of commitment. Sometimes early relational energy makes us really sexually driven and hypersexual. And then as a relationship progresses, it kind of drops off and you get to more of your sexual baseline and you realize we were only compatible because of, you know, early relational drive and energy that happens. Not, not a lot, but it happens. And there's always a distinction. There's people that are sexually incompatible. And then there's people where they're close enough and you can kind of tweak some things and, and get it going. But yeah, I've worked with couples where they're completely incompatible. Um, one of them might even lean more towards like asexuality. The other one's really hypersexual. And they're both committed, as you said, to being monogamous. Mm-hmm. And I'll say to them, well, you're not meant to be in a sexual monogamous relationship because you're not compatible and they don't want to open it up. And I won't tell them to break up, but I'll definitely tell them you have a future ahead of you of being really sexually miserable. And guess what? Our sex drive goes somewhere. And if your partner's not available to have it directed to them, it's going to go elsewhere. And that's actually a healthy thing. And so it it definitely rises. And it's really heartbreaking because the couple might be married, in love, have kids, everything else is great. But the sex just, the energy isn't there. The chemistry's not there. They never maybe even had it. It's it's really upsetting. It's a bummer because you can't force chemistry if it's just not there. Right. <laughs> Is well, that there's your answer. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Is this you, Sam? Is that you? Are we talking about you? Thank you so much, guys. All right, All man, right you thanks. Be well. Bye. 
Um, let me see. Okay. Uh, oh, this is a great question. Okay, so it's a Facebook Live right. question. Lilo uh, from Dallas asks, attracted to both sexes, how do you go about having a relationship with both? I kind of don't understand the question. Is it like at the same time? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. And... And Anne leaves. <laughs> she abandons us. Uh, well, let's try oh, to let's... answer from all the different possible ways. Right. So if you're attracted to both sexes, how do you have a relationship with both of them? Well, if it's early on in your dating, you just date. No, I think she, I think uh, Lilo. I'm Lilo. 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 Lilo probably Dallas. a girl. Okay. Um, I think she's probably saying, "How can she have both of them at the same time?" Oh, uh, right? well, yeah. If you're in a monogamous relationship, you can't. Just like it, even if you're only into one sex, you might like tall men and short men and you can't be with a tall man and a short man at the same time if you're in a monogamous relationship either. No, but I'm saying how do you then be like, so let's say you have a, a boyfriend and you want to have a girlfriend as well. Yeah. Or you have a girlfriend and you're just like, hey, you know, I like this guy. You just kind of go have the conversation and it's like the non-monogamy conversation. Right. That's really what that is. But wouldn't it be monogamous if it's. Nope two people they all know like three people and they all know about each other in a relationship well it could be us moving into something polyamorous right yeah I, I mean Lilo, we, we have more Lilo, questions I don't know honey <laughs> okay um, I like when Amber gets frustrated she just shuts it down she's like we're done with this question fucking end, I don't understand the producer walked out of the studio my god and when you walk out chaos ensues basically <laughs> The whole show just gets flipped. All right, we have Melanie on the line. Hello, Melanie? Hi. Hi. Hey. What's shaking? Good. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, babe. What's your question? Okay. So I'm 25 and I'm trying to have my whole face, but like I don't know how to flirt. So hopefully, you know. If you guys could give me some tips on, like, how to approach guys that I find attractive, you know, that'd be greatly appreciated. Oh, that's easy. Okay. So, a few things. Eye contact is very important. Make him... Just... It, listen, I, what I do is I treat a guy how I want to I be treated. So... Mm-hmm. Um, Savage. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know, a, a little gift... You know, doing sweet things for him as well. Kind of mm. like, because there's a lot of girls that don't do that. They always, you know, Receive. want the guy to do it for them. Um, even on a, 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 a first date or something like that, give him a flower. Let him know what your standards are, what you want. Um, and make him feel special as well. Uh, eye contact, definitely, if you're in a room. Um, and that's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> if, if a guy's trying to talk to me... Um, and he kind of glances off to look at another girl and then he comes back to me. I'm already not interested anymore. Yeah, he's going to turn back and see dead air. Cause I'm just done. I'll see the back of your head walking away. Yeah. But what, Am- what Amber's talking about is really healthy. She's talking about being confident and wanting someone confident and not wanting to play games. So she's saying it's it's okay and acceptable to be very direct and open and let someone know like, hey, I like you. And mm-hmm. you don't need to play it coy or pretend like you don't or strike, drag them along. Yeah, I agree with her. I'm not a fan of any game playing manipulation. If you like someone, you let them know proudly and confidently. Because guess what? Even if the guy's not interested, it's still a compliment. You're giving someone a compliment right. by letting them know you're interested. So I like direct measures as well. I like people hitting and I on hate me directly. Playing, I do right, directly. I hate playing games. I hate the fucking... I just hate it all. I just like to just be brutally honest. But I'm also 33 years old. I kind of like been through... Your whole phase? Oh my God! Yeah, burnout. <laughs> you have hope. I'm burnout. trying to get on y'all level. Well, you, you got time though. You, no, you got time. Yeah, you and got I'm time. older than Amber, so you got even more time. Well, for not me even, me. but but the, not even that though, Chris. I have, you know, I've been in relationships since I was 16 years old. Right. So I had a three-year relationship, and then uh, a two-year relationship, and another three-year relationship. So I didn't have my whole phase until kind of like later. Yeah. Um. And it was cool, and I'm glad I did it. Like, I got it out of the way. And we, we talked about this. I had my first threesome, like, this past year. Yeah, three months ago, four months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was before that. Okay, but, sorry. Um, don't <laughs> get me in trouble. It was definitely oh, yes, before yes, yes. that. It is, important. it is important to start documenting that. Yes, that's right. Don't, don't that. But Amber's answer is solid. Be yeah. confident. I, I, think, I think it's not really about how do I. It's just you getting the confidence in doing it. I love the idea of you actually making eye contact and walking up to someone and saying, hey, 
you're handsome. What's your name? Yeah, or, or compliment or what are you up them. To? What, are you, what are you doing? Are you enjoying the movie? Yeah, or whatever's going on. And also, social I noticed media. you from across the room. You There's were- nothing more hot than someone walking up and saying something like that. Like, I know she from across the room. You, you seem really cute. You're handsome. You seem cool. What's going on? What's your name? And someone introducing Girl, themselves. Girl, not I even that. When I was a stripper, I used to do that all the time. I used to go up to a guy and like, even I was lying because I wanted money, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and I would, I would say like, you know, um, I, I would compliment him and he would be like, ew, you're not my type. Sometimes they would say Whoa. that. Um, well, because sometimes, you know, guys like fake boobs or like right. long hair, like, you know, why well, I was wearing wigs back then, but, but anyway. Ooh, you're not my type. Oh Damn. yeah, like sometimes they would get rude, and then Jeez. I would kill them with kindness, and I would say what you just said, like uh, I I don't know, I just noticed you from across the room, and I just thought that you were just so handsome and attractive, and um, I don't know, this is why I just came over here to say hi to you. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I just got lost in you for a minute there and you're doing that. I was like, yeah. Babe, yeah, you have yeah. no idea what I'm capable of. Whoa, but, you're a witch. <laughs> Love witch. Um, but yeah, and then I would wind up getting mad money. I mean, that's work. But, you know, yeah, it's just um, just compliment them. Make them feel special. Even if they're kind of like kind of flee you off a little bit, let them know that, you know, that you're a, you're a really dope girl and you deserve to be listened to. And go up to everyone you're interested in. I think it's also like a numbers game. The more people you hit on, the more comfortable you'll get. You'll get hitting on people and getting rejected because that's part of it. Every time you get rejected, say thank you and and keep pushing forward. Yeah. We've all been rejected. Even Amber's been rejected. Shocking. Wow, y'all have really given me like the keys to the kingdom. I'm gonna get all the guys now. All right, well, call, <laughs> call back and let us know. I want to know how your hodum Thanks, goes. Thanks, Sony. I will. I'll keep y'all posted. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Okay, we have a Facebook question from Nathan Cruz Payne, and he asked, does size matter? Matter for what? I mean, I know I understand the question, but I'm, I'm literally posing that back. For what? To? I mean, I guess because girls talk shit about guys that have little dicks, you know? Um, which is unfortunate. I mean, I, my boyfriend back in the day, back in Philly, he was probably the smallest I've ever... Mm, no, I've had smaller after, but like someone that I actually was with, right. like, um, it was pretty small and I just, I fucking like was obsessed with him. I mean, this was years ago, but like, it didn't matter to me. I didn't care, you know? And I was still very, I was still young. You know, I wasn't even mature enough to even think about it. And after we broke up, I kind of, I talked shit after oh, just being young and horrible, stupid horrible body it was, shaming yeah Let's, it was yeah. really horrible nathan here's the thing a couple things like number one it depends on what the person wants it, people some people want a person some people want a dildo you know do you want a penis or a partner and if someone's just you know hunting for large penis they're not really looking for partnership because real partnership is about accepting someone's body and all different kinds of bodies mm-hmm. so the way i'd actually answer your question is <clears throat> don't don't even worry about that question have the body you have date the people you date and the solid people that want a partner will accept you as you come because guess what? It's true. Having a big dick does not equal being a good sex partner. I, it's I'm so a sex true. therapist. It's so true. I work with couples where the sex is horrible and the guy's big old penis isn't enough to satisfy or to keep them happy. And also, there's a lot of women that don't enjoy penetration or orgasm from penetration and prefer oral or clitoral stimulation. Um, so I don't even answer questions like that because yeah. it just falls under kind of body shaming. I know that's right. Bounce away from that. All um, right. Someone keeps asking. I wanted to answer this. I, yeah. Your name bounced away, so you're gone. But you're asking me if I think monogamy is natural. Um, <clears throat> nothing's natural. We're socialized human beings, and we create all sorts of social structures. Sex isn't natural. The way we have it, the way we don't have it, where we have it. Oh, there it is, Amy Louisa. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter whether or not it's natural. I don't like that argument as to whether or not you need to legitimize something. It's really just like how you feel. Totally. If you want monogamy, ask for it. If you don't, don't. And whether it's natural or not isn't relevant because humans, nothing's natural. Everything's trapped up in cultural norms and value. Well, I'm currently in a monogamous relationship as well. And Mm -hmm. that's for us something that we've chosen because it's really important because we want to use sex as a vehicle for just the two of us to get as close as we can. Right. For sure. But um, I love that question. I think it's important. All right. We have Kim on the line. Hey, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, babe. Hi. Hi, how are you guys? Hey. Good, good, honey. What's your question? Um, so, 
My partner and I, we've been together for a little over two years. Um, we just recently had a baby. And upon listening to your broadcast and you guys were talking about, um, like, eye contact and stuff like that, uh, making out and doing sex, I started thinking about how he never, ever makes eye contact with me when we're having sex. Um, and it kind of bugs me a little bit because it makes me feel a little bit insecure. And I don't know if it's right to feel that way, but... Um, I realize I that so. that's been happening from the from the beginning, and like you know, mm. if I, if I go down on him and stuff, like I like to kind of put on a show, and if I look at him, he kind of looks away, and if you know, it just kind of happens like all throughout mm-hmm. our entire sex. Yeah, I, I I'm with Amber. I I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it at all. A lot of us aren't socialized or. A lot of our sex lives, we're not with partners that want a lot of intimacy and closeness. And so a lot of people are used to like being with partners where they want the lights off and, you know, their eyes are closed. And so it's not surprising that that might be overwhelming for him or he's not used to that or comfortable. Talk to him about it, though, because I think there's a way to present it where you say to him, hey, babe, you know, it would really turn me on to make more eye contact while we're being sexual. And I think he might come to actually see that because having sex with someone who's looking at you just spikes the arousal it does it does but i mean maybe it's just um he doesn't have much experience yeah right yeah i always say ask ask in a way that's not shaming but there's some times where you know i'm making out with my boo and i realize that i have my eyes closed the whole time so i'm just in a moment yeah um and it doesn't mean that i don't care i don't want to look at him it's just it just happens yeah i would say when you guys are when you guys are sexual next um, which is kind of when your defenses are down. Maybe find a way to fold that into the sex play where you could say to them, hey, you know, as you're going down, I'm saying, look at me. You know, I want to watch you watch me. Mm-hmm. And say kind of things like that and fold it into the sex because you don't want him to feel bad. Oh, I say that all the time. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Thank you so much, Thanks, guys. Kim. I appreciate that. Thank you, honey. Have Take a good care. night. Thanks. You too. <clears throat> Hey, you want to write this one? Sure. Okay. Ash Cash. Well, that's a good name. That's very good. Uh, I suddenly became interested in females, but I don't see myself with a woman long term. What do you think? Um, try it, girl. Yeah, then don't. <laughs> Just try it. It's such a beautifully simple question. Yeah. Yeah. Being with any gender is not a commitment that you're going to be with them again or long term. Mm. And I think it's beautiful. People are open enough to try to be with all genders or different genders to see if they're interested. And you might realize that you per, that you love having sex with women, but romantically you're not interested because sexual interest and romantic interest are actually two levels of compatibility and intimacy. So there's maybe a gender we love having sex with, but we don't want to date that gender. And so you might be sexually attracted to women, but not romantically attracted to them. And so maybe have romantic I, f- I feel with like men. that has been my whole life. Bam. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. Um, let's let's see what they're talking about on Facebook. <laughs> it's always interesting to jump in on this. See what's going on. <laughs> it's like conversations in progress. Yeah. Let's see. I, first of all, I love that guys are calling in too. Yeah. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, guys, call in up. for sure. How do you tell your friend? Uh, her boyfriend's a piece of shit without losing your friend in the process. Say that again. How do you tell your best friend that her boyfriend is a piece of shit without losing your friend in the process? Oh, I would say unless you have something concrete that he might have done that is um, uh, detrimental to her, mind your own business and stay out of it. Damn, son. Gems. Dropping gems on that ass. But, saying there's something but a nine about. deuce. Nah. <laughs> um, when is my talk show coming back on? I don't fucking know. That's the question Jesus of the year. Jesus Christ. I have a meeting tomorrow. Amber's like, very busy, guys. It's hard to nail her down. Jesus. Why is my head so shiny? Because this shit is clean. Next mm. question. What? Oh. <laughs> There's an echo in the room. What? Um, my head is shiny as fuck. Let and do we have a call or are we Facebooking? Oh. <clears throat> um, so we have Wendy on the line from okay. North Carolina. Wendy, what's up? Hi, Wendy. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, babe. What's your question? Um. So my... um. I'm in a very, like, sexual relationship with a guy. It's pretty casual. 
Um, but we both like to get into a little bit of like light BDSM. You know, like maybe he'll like tie my hands up sometimes or do some things, whatever. And sometimes it gets a little more extreme, but basically uh, we've been having fun with that and it's all good. And I'm usually the submissive and he's more dominant. So he's kind of in control, if you will. Um, but recently we were having a conversation, like after we had finished and everything, or just like snuggling. And he revealed to me that he, and I've had other boyfriends say this before, like I think it's perfectly normal that he would like to be the submissive sometimes, right? Like he would want to be on the bottom and have not necessarily me, but like some female do certain things to him. And he said that he wouldn't feel comfortable with it being me because I was kind of open to that. Um, Just because of our history, I guess it's like, doesn't, it's not compatible for him. Um, But he's having trouble figuring out how to locate a woman that he's attracted to that would want to do this for him. Bam, I got you. Because you're right. Not every sub can be a dom. And there's nothing worse than being dom by a straight up sub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I would try, but like, I don't, that might go weird. And, and, you know, <laughs> and if your relationship and the BDSM play is predicated on you always being submissive, it might kill the capacity for you to do that again if he sees you in a dominant role. But a couple yeah, things. Yeah, I no, don't know if I would like it either, yeah. Yeah, and I respect you for being open to him finding that in somebody else, which doesn't always even have to be, you know, penetrative sex. It can just literally be some BDSM play, which here's the deal. Two things. I don't know where you live. North Carolina. Um, Fet life. <laughs> I got my Good little job, handy Chris. Cheat sheet. I'm, I'm currently I'm currently in Kansas, which is a bit worse. But yeah. Well, no. Listen, listen. It's all good. There's a couple things. There's a website called Fet Life. It's basically kinky uh, Facebook. We tried. Oh, bummer. Okay. Also, Google around and see if there's any kind of. Uh, swingers clubs or sex clubs in the closest city to you or any meetups? So I have a question about that. Sure. Because I've heard that there is around like Kansas City that there's like one or two. Um, And I've like, I haven't really done much research. I think I don't, I mean, I'm sure I'd be able to find something somewhere. Right. Um, But what I'm more worried about is actually going and, like, I told him, I brought this up with him, too, because the first thing, I listened to y'all's podcast, and I heard you talk about, like, FetLife before, and I've tried it. So that was the first thing I asked him. I was like, well, have you looked on FetLife? And around here, he couldn't find anyone he was attracted to. And I said, well, you know, I've heard that there's sex clubs. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I sort of, like, preemptively, I was like, I want to be supportive. So I was like, yeah, I'll go with you if you want. And, like, I won't get jealous, you know, I just want you to have, like, your own thing, and maybe I could have my own thing, you know, whatever. Um, but now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know how to actually go about that. Like, but here's the, that's the beauty. I've never been to a sex club. <clears throat> but listen, listen, Wendy, <laughs> you are actually one of the people who has what it takes to make something like this work, and here's why. You guys talk about shit. And yeah. part of this working is you sharing with him your comfort or lack thereof every step of the way. And maybe you would go to the club together and you'd say to him, you know what, it sounded okay, but now that we're here, I'm not comfortable. Or you might say to him, I'm comfortable going and just looking and seeing how I feel. Be very open and communicate how you feel every step of the way because you wanna do this in service of your relationship, not against it. And so it has to be done in a way that makes you feel closer and more connected. So here's my advice, and then we have to bounce. Don't commit to anything. Commit to only exploring, talking, looking, seeing, and let them know every step of the way how you feel. But go to a club and check it out and see how you feel. You might surprise yourself. Thank you, Wendy. All right. Thank you. Love you guys. Thanks. Love you too. Bye. Bye. So someone, so so a guy on Facebook Live um, asked me, um, what is my favorite fragrance for men? Oh. And I think that's important because... um, I'm special and uh, it's important, you know, what I think yes, and, you know, yes. so I, I would say this, I love Chanel blue. Mm. I love the YSL, the original one. I love Sauvage by Dior it just came out not that long ago. Um, I love green Irish tweed by Creed. And I also like good old like 
polo sport and like Tommy. Oh, that's high school for me. Yeah. We so like, and so sport. like to bring that back. I mean, that's fucking hot. What was that one? There was a big one when I was in high school. Oh. CK one. No. Jakar. Do you Jakar. remember Jakar? Yes, I, I love that you just said it. That was the coolest shit. You know, I used to. That was before um, CK one. Jakar. Was it? Oh my god, CK one was popping though. Oh um, crap. I used to. Um, all my little pieces back in the day. I used to get the Michael Jordan cologne because I was like this shit. All your little pieces smelled the same. Yeah, they all did. That's how everyone knew they were yours. That's what you were doing, peeing on your territory. No, it's just that if I was out with another one and I came home, I would smell like the same <laughs> guy. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is brilliant. That's you know. brilliant. But yeah, those are my favorite. So that's <laughs> why so I say, yes, the Bosch. Um, okay, so. <laughs> look. Car, yeah. Mm. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, bring polo sport. I'm going to get that for my boo. I'm going to get some polo sport. Which is fire. Okay. Uh, Cole Scott asks. Uh, have you ever been in love with more than one person at a time? I haven't. No, because I'm I get obsessed. Like I when I like love someone and I care about someone, I'm literally all I'm like focused like 150 percent on that person. Right. So to be in love. No, I've, I've only been in love with one person at a time. Um, I've liked a couple guys at the same time. Um, but then I would kind of weigh out my options of who's best. And then I would kind of focus on that person as well. I'm like a serial monogamous. I don't like, I don't like to do all that. You're also really busy. It's hard when you're really busy to, to, to kind of handle more than one as well. It's true. <clears throat> Good answer. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Amber, what color underwear? Am I wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing question. like a champagne color and it has like little, it has like little gemstones on the top. It's very cute. Okay, uh, here, what are you doing? <clears throat> uh, Josh, is social media cheating when talking to other girls? Yes. If it's, <laughs> yes. I shouldn't even have to think about that. I just feel like if you're if you're in somebody's DM and you're having moments with them and you're flirting, that, that's, that's cheating. It's fucked up. I think that's fucked up. Yeah, people use the word sex as though it involves touch and intercourse. Sex is a really big definition. And being sexual with someone involves the way you look at them, the way you talk to them, how close you sit with them, what you wear when you're around them. I mean, it's a really broad thing. I think every couple really has to define and talk about that. I tell couples to have that conversation about what you define cheating to be so that everyone's clear and comfortable. Because couple, you know, it's going to be a case by case for some couples. But yeah, most of the ones I know would consider sexual romantic affectional talk on social media as taking away from their relationship and cheating. Yeah, or people would be like, I, I just know so many guys out there that would be like, yo, I just talked to her. I didn't have sex with her, so like it don't count. It's not like I cheated. As though sex is only physical with your penis. Right. Right, it's far bigger than that. It not is. Not everyone has sex with their partners using their genitals. It's, I mean, I know sex for me is not always about my penis. Right. It's all sorts of stuff I do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> All right, uh, Teray is on the line. Teray, hello. Okay. Hello, Teray. Yep. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, you're on with me and Dr. Chris. Hey. Oh my God. I can't believe I made it on the show. <laughs> hey. What's your question, well, babe? Well, my question is, I have an almost three month old. And um, it's just a little awkward for me as far as having sex. I just feel like things are just weird down there. It's not the same. So how would you kind of recommend, um, I guess, being more sexually active with my partner again? Because before, I mean, we were freaks. We would do it all the time. Any and everywhere. And like now I'm like, ugh, don't touch me. Or sometimes I'm like really in the mood all the time. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know really how to get that. I guess get that old thing back. Wait, I just want to be clear. You sometimes want to be sexual and sometimes you don't. Yes. So there are times when you want it. depends on the mood. Okay. So what's the problem? Really just a lot of the times, majority of the time, I'm just uncomfortable with myself as far as um, what I looked like down there or it's just weird now that yeah, I'm but I feel like if he, but if you're if your partner wants to still have sex with you, he doesn't care. He obviously yeah. doesn't care. You know, it's not like he's looking down there and saying, "Wow, babe, you look really different after the baby." 
you know what i mean as long as he's not hurting your feelings i don't think that he cares i also want you to be comfortable um uh, excuse me not feel obligated to have sex when you don't want to um yeah just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you always have to say yes um, if you're That's just true. if you just don't feel like having sex right then and there, then you then, well, you, then you shouldn't. And my question is also: Are you? Is it more that you have shame around your vagina, or is it body shame all over? Just more body shame because he tells me all the time, "Oh my God, I, I love you even more now that you know oh, you've had so a baby." He he just feels like he he likes me more. It's not necessarily him. It's okay. more me i guess i could say well girl yeah it's probably more cushion you're probably a little more fluffy you know it's <laughs> it's probably very sexy to him you should take that as a compliment and really feel very lucky because a lot of women don't have that experience after giving birth you know a lot of the men want them to lose weight very quickly also a lot of celebrities um you know, don't make it easy for the regular girl to kind of snap. You know, like these girls have babies right. and snap back in, in three oh, weeks. I'm at the gym seeing people that look like they're, you know, eight and a half weeks pregnant on the treadmill killing it. Right. And if you don't see their stomach, the rest of them, you would not know that they were pregnant because right. they're not allowing their. Look, I say this when you are in a moment where you are horny, have whatever kind of sex you're comfortable having, trusting that when we are aroused, our inhibitions drop and see if you're comfortable pushing it a little bit further each time until you are full blown out there having sex. So just start doing something that feels a little more safe, a little less, you know, open and just kind of push forward. But that was a really good question. Let us know how it goes. Circle back. Thank you so much, guys. I just got thrown up on, so, you know, I got to clean myself up. Oh, God. Love that. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, they said she sounds like Portia from Housewives. She did. Maybe it was. (laughs) Maybe it was. (laughs) She does have a baby. Um, Okay, we're going to take one more question, probably, from Facebook Live, and then we're going to get up out of here. Let's see. Make it a good one. Make it a good one. <clears throat> Checking my phone, see if I got anything up on here. Nope. Oh, you see that one? <clears throat> Would you ever date a bisexual guy, Amber? No. Say more. Um, we're, we're about to get into this. <laughs> I know. I just personally, no judgment, um, I wouldn't be comfortable I just wouldn't be comfortable with it. Um, and I don't know why. I just feel that way. I just feel like uh, I would be, be, you know, most of my team is gay. Um, and I think it's awesome. And, I, and I, I'm all for it, being bisexual and gay. Because I, I guess, would consider myself bisexual. Because I, I am attracted to women. Or I have been in the past. Um, but to date a bisexual guy, no, I just wouldn't do it. Great, go further. I want to hear you. I want to hear you unpack a little bit more. You because you have a gay team, and what does that mean? Do you just meant like I love the gays, or did you no, mean I he mean, would be around them and I'm afraid? No, 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 no. Okay. I, no, no, no. I was I, actually surprised you said you wouldn't. I just, I don't know. I just wouldn't. I just don't know why. I just feel like. Um, is it a competitive thing that there's another gender that he might maybe, be? Maybe, maybe that's it. And and listen, I've had guys be like, yo, you you told me you liked girls in the past. Like, you looking at her? So I know that's like, and I'm really not like, you know how I am. It's like, I'm focused. And honestly, I haven't been with a girl in a very long time. Um, it's like some girl on girl shit. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would just feel uncomfortable. I would just, I like to be with straight guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm like silenced by that. Why? I, I would fully date someone who was bisexual. Um, I don't think I would be threatened by them liking every possible gender. I guess because I realize that even if they're only into one gender, that that doesn't promise whatever it is your whatever security you're hoping or thinking it would. Yeah, I don't know, Chris. I honestly don't have a full-on answer for you. But So if, if the guy you're dating now that you love or, or another guy in the past came forward after mm-hmm. you were interested or with them and in love and said, hey, I never told you this, but I actually have a history of being with the same sex. Like, I do like dudes. What would you do then? And I already loved them? Yeah, you're already in. I don't know, babe. But there would be a struggle. It would be a struggle for me. Damn. 
I'm just being honest. I love your honesty. Yeah, I just I'm being honest. I it would definitely be a struggle for sure. Interesting. Yeah. There it is, folks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Let's see what this. Let's see what they're saying. Um. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But that's what I said. Oh, so so we're just saying, yeah, like they know what we're saying. No. But they're they're saying like it's okay for women to be bisexual and right. not men. It kind of seems like you know people homophobic. are homo yeah right. homophobic. But you know that's the thing. I'm not. I, I I think it's amazing when a guy is bisexual and he's very comfortable with that. Right. Me personally, in my personal life, in my sex life, and who I choose to love, I just don't. I, I think that I would just think about it too much. It would bother me. In a way, it wouldn't it wouldn't gross you out or upset you that they like dudes. It would make you feel threatened that they like yet another gender, which is I don't know if it's of- I don't know if it's me feeling threatened. I don't know. It's not that I'm not okay with it um, outside of my personal life, right? But when it comes to me and who I lay down with, I'm just not comfortable. Mm. This fucking guy. We're going to come back to this. All right, we'll come back to this. Of course this comes in. This is what we call a doorknob issue, which is in therapy when the client's grabbing the doorknob to leave the office and then drops some big therapeutic question right. bomb. Like, <laughs> right, well, don't have time to unpack that. Yeah. It's like, so we're going to come back to this. Um, let me see what they said. For the non-bisexual women, so I get so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, and I mean I feel like I feel like guys are like that too. Yeah, it's an interesting topic, and and Mel, you're bouncing around saying stuff, and I pre- and I appreciate what you're saying, and I agree. You know, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll talk more about it next week. It, it's such a we big, big topic, and I talk a lot about this in my book. I'll so, I'll actually think about why. Okay. I feel that way because I can't fully articulate it right now. I just don't know why I feel that way, and I and think it's about interesting because it I've dated bisexual people, and I I've never. I've never encountered a concern, and so that's why it's foreign to me. I've worked with patients that are anxious, and usually they're uncomfortable, not because they're uncomfortable with homosexuality or lesbianism, but because they don't like the idea of yet another gender they have to compete with, which is very foreign to me, because you know, even if they only like one gender, there's still a multitude of people under that gender that they might be attracted to other than you. I don't know. We'll come back to it. And then also, like, when you say, like, if you already love someone, I don't know if I can just literally stop loving someone and being like, oh, you're bi. I don't love you anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would probably, knowing me and by how big my heart is, I would, um, I probably wouldn't just up and leave. You know what I mean? I would try to understand um how how we would or or have the conversation are you going to see other men behind my back is that why you're telling me or that was just the past and well cuz here's a question so when you were last time you were with a woman how would you have felt if right after her you met a guy and he knew you were just with a woman and he's like oh i don't think I've been there would have broken your heart no babe i've been there before and i and i respected it because right. he just wasn't um maybe secure enough maybe that's what it is for me maybe I'm not secure enough to be with a man that likes other men because I would feel like when he's out with his boys it's just more of a moment I don't know I don't know we're gonna come back to this y'all okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let me see I think it's more normal for, but it's not more normal for women to be bisexual. And I don't know that that even matters. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I think it's a like lot of guys. Like a, I think more guys would be more sexually fluid if there was more room for them to experience different kinds of things without having to bear the label of homo for the rest of their lives. But Chris, it's almost I know like a lot of guys that it's that's almost what like them. if I was da- if I was dating a guy, and he was like, "I love you, Amber, but I'm gay." I would be, I would like want to help him through it. You know what I mean? But like a guy coming to me and saying, I'm bi, I want to be with you, but I also like men as well. You would, you would maybe also question his interest in you. Is that in there at all? Like your inability to trust that you are enough for him? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a part of it as well. Which would be very, really anxiety inducing. Every time well, you're yeah, sexual with them, trying to be sensitive to whether or not they're really into it. Do they really want to right, be? Am I enough you know, for them? Right. Would they rather be with a penis? Right. But it's both and everything. I mean, if you're, if you being you are with a guy and he mm. likes flat-chested women and large-breasted women, no concern that while he's with you, he might be 
thinking about a flat-chested woman. You can accept that he can like a range of body types, just not genders, which is kind of a body type thing at times if it's anatomy But I just feel like, <clears throat> uh, no, I, what I'm mm. saying is that it doesn't bother me. I just don't want to be in a relationship with someone that's bisexual, with a guy that's bisexual. Because it bothers you. Well, not even that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I'm in a committed relationship with um, a woman, I would want to kind of know if she still wants to sleep with men as well. You know what I mean? But why is that more threatening than, than you being with a woman who might still want to sleep with other women but chooses to not because they're with you monogamously? Babe, I don't know. All right, we're going to come back to this. I really don't know. <laughs> give me a week. We could be here for another hour yeah, break, give trying me a to break week. this one down. We're gonna, I'm going to crack it, though, guys. A, I'm going to Give me a week to think about it. I mean, you know, I just I uh, don't know. And this is going to be the comment that will blow up on the internet that you just said Go that. My, well, my Google alerts go like ding, 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 ding. Right. Amber Rose <laughs> says she won't date bisexuals. And then I'm going to get messages. I will, I'll will i get them. You'll get yeah. them too, but I'll get them direct messages being yeah. like, I can't believe you're there with Amber. But my, and you but stand for what you stand for. Is, and she's anti-bisexuality. But, but obviously I'm not. Right. But the thing of it is, it's like I can only speak on what I can think. I've never been in a situation sure. yeah. where a guy was like, by the way, I'm bisexual. I've right. never had that experience before sure. so I can only you know and that's what I'm saying that there's not one particular reason why I wouldn't yeah. I just don't know if I would yeah. I really don't know I've never I've never had the opportunity to like be in a situation to figure out if I would do it or not well let's at least close with this um give Amber the space to struggle and figure this out or to just have it be what it is please don't direct message me saying that she's anti-bisexual because oh. it'll, it'll burn me out <laughs> Look at this one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's plenty of that for next week. <laughs> All right, and I'm not twerking either. Um, okay. Class. All right, we love you guys. That Bye, was a guys. great conversation. We'll Have see you next night. week. Oh, and thank you for watching. And uh, leave us your questions. Our number, 213-375-5258. 213-375-5258. Leave us your questions, especially the dudes. Yeah, especially the dudes. For sure. All right. See you guys next Bye, week. Bye, guys. Bye. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.